Hi, everybody. It's episode 413 of PodQuest. Hey. Hey. It's Wednesday, July 13th, 2022. I'm Chris. With me is Druton. Hello. And Walnut. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. It's warm out today, guys. It it's, is. It's gross. My my air conditioner has kicked on a lot today because of how gross it is out. Yeah. No, you, you want to hear some, some absolute bullshit? Uh, I saved this for the show instead of talking about it beforehand. So... This week has just been just one bullshit thing after the other. Uh, mm-hmm. Yesterday, on my drive home from work, I got a flat tire on 76. Ooh. Oof. Yeah. Um, and it was one of those, like, I'm driving, like, didn't hit anything. Like, at least nothing noticeable. Um, driving on 76, which is always a fucking delight. And my tire pressure sensor thing goes on. I'm like, oh, that's weird. Like, wonder why that's happening all of a sudden on a highway. So, like, I, I flip over because, like, my dashboard will, like, show me that stuff. I flip over to, like, the the page that shows me my tire pressure. And, like, yeah, like, my one tire is, like, down at, like, 32 from, like, 36 or 7 or whatever it's supposed to be. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, like, that's not a big deal. Like, it, it must have just been low and it was just, like, I fi- it finally caught up with itself. Because sometimes it takes a little while. Um, And then, like, I, I have it up for a minute and I just watch it keep going down. And, like, it goes to, like, 32 to, like, 28 and then, like, to 25 and then, like, to 20. I'm like, oh, this is bad. I'm like, dro- I'm like slowing down and like listening to see if like I hear like anything. Um, and like as soon as it gets under 20, I start looking for like the shoulder. Cause I was in that stretch of, um, 76 where there's not a shoulder. Yeah. Um, so I had to wait till I got there so that I could pull over and actually like stop my car. But yeah, I got out and looked and just a hundred percent flat. Hmm. Um, luckily I, I get AAA through work. So I called AAA, um, because I was on the side of the highway and a dangerous highway. Um, the person's just like, all right, we're going to expedite this. Um, usually it would be like an hour before someone would get get out there, but they should be there sooner. Um, it was an hour and 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> um, but like they ca- luckily, like, like they came out, they, they swapped me to my, um, my donut real quick. So that was, that was nice and smooth. But like after they pulled the, the tire off, um, the one guy, like, like he, he spun it around and we were looking, like, couldn't find anything. Like couldn't find a screw or a nail or like an obvious hole anywhere. Um. So I went over to Meineke because Firestone basically told me, like, we have one person and we have no time to look at this for you. Like, there's a Meineke down the street and there's a Pep Boys across the street. Like, you should try them. Yeah. Um. So I go I go to Meineke and the guy comes out, like, 15 minutes later and he's just like, yeah, it definitely, like, tore something in the side of the tire. Um. We're like, we can't even patch this. Like, I won't. Like, the guy actually said to me, he's like, I will not patch this. Um. Like, if we do and something goes wrong, your whole tire could shred, and, like, I, I just won't do it. Like, whether you want me to or not, I refuse. I'm like, oh, no, 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 like, that's 100% don't, yeah, wouldn't want that. I drive too far for work. Like, I appreciate you not telling me it was fine. Um, So I ended up having to, like, swap cars with my mom, um, because she only drives across the street for work and never has to go over 40. So, like, it wasn't a big deal if she was on like the donut driving, whereas like I have to drive on highways that this the the lowest speed limit is fifty five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So like not a big deal. Like I'm going up tomorrow to get the new tire. It sucks, but like it is whatever. And then today, um, a fucking piece of shit UPS driver ran into our fucking fence and then drove Jesus. away. And then drove off. Yeah. Didn't stop or anything. And like had. Had my neighbor not been home with her back door open, probably would have never known it happened. Wow. Jeez. Because, A, UPS should not be, they were driving on the alley, like that alley on the side of my house. UPS should not be driving down that. It's not a street. GPS would not take you down that way. That truck is too big. Like, 
should not have been going that way at all. But my neighbor saw the UPS truck coming down the alley, like from like the waterfront down like to like our street. Um, heard a very loud noise as they were like coming around the corner, looked outside and saw them driving away very quickly. Hmm. And like from where she was, she thought that the noise came from the front and like was looking and didn't see any damage to the front of the fence. But then like later on went outside and actually walked around the side and they like basically took out an entire one of the fence posts. Like Damn, Jesus. on the out, like the fence is still standing, but like on the outside, it's just completely shattered. And like, if she heard it from inside, there's no possible way a UPS driver with their doors open because their doors were always fucking open. Didn't hear it. Like the dude did it and then drove the fuck off. What a douche. I hate yeah. people. I really I mean, do. I don't like UPS and FedEx drivers to begin with because they all, they're fucking, the ones that work for, that do business delivery are usually pretty cool. The ones that do residential are fucking douchebags. They don't give a fuck mm-hmm. about anything. Like, the amount of times I've watched them literally throw packages over my fence. Like, they're not, they don't even have the fucking decency to, like, lay them down over the fence if they don't want to open it. Like, I, I've literally watched them just hold the package over the fence and just let it go. It's like, fuck? man. Yeah. Like, they're fucking, they're fucking lazy scumbags. I- I, growing up with a delivery driver as a father, and he worked for Airborne and DHL, uh, and knowing what goes on with Amazon, I would counter argue, is it lazy or is it unreasonable time frames that they don't have the, like, yes, they could just place it. And that's, that's my problem. Just, it's- or they could just drop it and go because they have unreasonable time frames that unfortunately all delivery services have right now because the labor, the labor sector doesn't care about his employees. And you know what? Like, that's fine. Like, that, I do not pay to get broken, damaged packages, though. No, you don't. But this person needs to keep their job by delivering X amount of packages a day. And so if, like, late, lightly reaching over your fence and put something, I don't excuse the fact that they're dropping it or throwing it, but their and- mindset is, They'll get their insurance or they'll get their money back and I'll, I'll just drop it and go. Yeah. And that honestly, like, I don't just like, so I agree. If they were, if they were just coming up and like leaning over and just kind of like, kind of like not throwing it or dropping it, dropping it, but like placing it in the grass, basically, like just on the other side of the fence. Cool. Mm -hmm. No fucking problems there. Like you do not have to open my gate and walk all the way up to my house. Like I'm like, I, I tell, like, anytime that we have, like, a different mail delivery person other than, like, our normal guy and, and they come up to the house and, like, I'm home, like, I open the door. I'm just like, hey, if you have packages for here, like, just leave them at the fence. Like, lean over. Just lay them right inside. Like, it's not a big deal. You don't have to walk all the way up here. It's hot out. Like, you're you're walking enough. Um, it's Like, I have no problem with that. It's it's that that's not what they're doing. Like, I've watched more than one of them actually throw things. Like, and not in the grass. Like, they'll come up to, like, the fence They'll look over it, and then they'll just kind of, like, lob it over the fence onto the sidewalk. And, like, they, I've seen them do it with, with, um, oh, what was it? I When I got my Xbox Series X. So this was a while ago now, but I they've done it since then. But that was the most expensive thing. I watched a guy drop it on the ground, getting it out of his truck, God because damn. he was trying to move too much. Uh-huh. And then fumble it mm-hmm. while he was trying to put it down, too. <clears throat> and actually, he delivered it to the wrong fucking house on top of that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It's just, it's one of those things, it's like, if you're going to do the job, just fucking do it right. Like, you don't have to be perfect about it, but, like, don't be shitty about it either. Because that but, is people's uh, stuff. And, like, if it's from Amazon, yeah, it's easy to get it replaced. Nothing gets, at least at my house, I don't get anything delivered by UPS and FedEx from Amazon. Amazon is either usually coming USPS or from, like, an Amazon delivery driver. Mm-hmm. So it's like, 
the shit UPS is delivering to me, not as easy to fucking refund, because it's probably, like, from Etsy or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, this was just, like, on top of that, like, hitting the fucking fence and driving away. Like, we, are, yeah. we already called UPS. They sent somebody out, like, actually very quickly. Like, that was one thing. So, like, the, we have a claim filed with them. They say they're going to pay for the fence. But I also called the police and got a police report, because I don't fucking mm. trust them to actually do that. And I'm not paying a couple hundred dollars to have, like, my fence repaired when it's fucking their fault. Mm-hmm. As you should. I, yeah. And, like, you know, like, if the guy had just simply gotten out of the car, come up and, like, hit our doorbell and, like, said what happened, like, wouldn't be as angry. Like, yes, that sucks. Like, I'd be frustrated that it happened, but I wouldn't be angry. But this is just, like, no, you you are actually a scumbag now. Like, that's a hit and run. Yeah. Like, at this point, like, like I'm generally pretty reasonable with stuff like that. Like, if something gets messed up and, like, you own up to it, it's cool. Like, I, I don't want you to get in trouble for that. But at this point, like, that guy should lose his job. Mm-hmm. If he's hitting things and then driving off, he shouldn't be in a job and, where he's driving any anything. And and that's the thing, though. He's going to lose his job whether or not he had told you. So he ran the risk of not telling you and hoping no one else saw it. Like, yeah, and, and it's on. And that part it, does suck. But like, it's, like he he should have. I actually, it might be different if he had told you and then. But like, likelihood he caused he caused a a a. A moving violation accident. He hit something with his car. He's going to have an infraction on his license. And he's going to have issues potentially with his job. And potentially issues finding a new job. Now more so than before. Because he drove off. But before he still would have had an issue. If he hadn't gotten caught he wouldn't have this issue. And it, it sucks. Because it's again it's the, the, the fact that. Labor, labor corporations like delivery services and and whatnot don't care about their employees. They just care about the bottom dollar. Yeah, I know. Just like I, most corporations, it's just yeah. Apparently, FedEx they don't like driver. I true. I think you were there when Vogel was telling us that at that thing. Apparently, FedEx drivers aren't actually even FedEx employees. They're like basically mm-hmm. contractors that buy their trucks. Oh yeah, yeah. He was saying that. Yeah, FedEx, you rent out your truck. That's what, and that's that's what they that's how they get around unions because you're a private contractor and you're not an actual uh, employee of the company. So they I don't think they they I don't think FedEx can unionize or FedEx employees can unionize because of that. Yeah, I, it's just one of those things. Like if I were to damage something at a client and not tell anybody, I deserve to get fired. Mm-hmm. Like like that's like I would not expect to keep my job if something like that happened. True. And like, but, that sucks, but like, that's the case of it. Like, if I, if I broke something and could not fix it and did not tell them, like, hey, there was an accident, this happened, and just like left and tried to play it off that, like, I didn't do it, like, yeah, I don't deserve to have a job then. Like, I deserve to lose that job. But like, think of it this, and it's true, you don't deserve to have a job. You broke something, you didn't say anything, and it's causing damage and problems with the company. But, like, if you broke a little thing that chipped or whatever and you had to report it and then they fired you anyway because you broke it, that's bullshit. And, like, this guy had an accident. Like, I'm not trying to defend what he's oh, doing. Oh, no, no, I know, I know. I know. I, I, like, I want to make that clear. Don't, like, own up to your fucking mistakes. But, like, this dude in the, in the, in the, although unemployment actually isn't as bad as I say it is, it's just people aren't fucking hiring. Um, in, in, in the, the recession that we're living in right now, I'll be 100% honest. If there's a, if I accidentally do a thing that may cause me to lose my job, I'm gonna do whatever I can to not own up to it because I need my job. No matter how much I hate it, I need my job. And I, like, I get that. Like, and I understand that's, that's a lot of things, but like, I don't know. I'm just less, 
you're only making it worse by lying about it. Like, it's gone from a small issue to, like, major legal issue for hit and run. Yeah. For, yeah, for and- this guy, for this guy in particular, 100%, he is a hit and run. He damaged private property. And if he had just owned up to it, it would have been fine. Now he is getting, he's going to get, fi- he's potentially going to get fined from the police. He's going to get, um, fired from his job. He's going to have points on his license. He's not going to be able to find another job. If he, if it, if they find out who it was that hit this, hit your fence. Oh, I mean, they 100% know who it is. Cause when that went, so to be clear, I filed a police report to have it on record. Like, yeah, I am yeah, not yeah. pressing mm-hmm. charges. This is simply if UPS tries to, like, say they're not going to repair anything, like, I am going to use that police report and the video of him talking to Erica saying that, like, they will take care of it. Um, mm-hmm. and I will take, and like, I will hire a lawyer because that's bullshit at that point. But, mm-hmm. like, I'm not trying to, I, like, I'm not trying to get the person arrested or anything like that, but, like, they, they know who it is. Like, those trucks are all GPS tracked. Like, yeah. The, my client that does, like, the, the donation stuff, their trucks are all GPS tracked and they have routes for every single driver and where they'll be each day. There's no way a place small like that has that and UPS doesn't. Fuck. I mean, like, Uber tells me where they're, they, they're at. Like, mm-hmm. if I order food on Uber Eats, I can watch that person drive around the corner. Yeah. Um, I mean, which, every everyone has a GPS on them. Like, yeah. they have their phone. Honestly, I, even before phone GPSs, these vehicles had GPSs and locator um, uh, things on them. My dad, he would have to... He, he <laughs> My dad used to come home for like three hours for his lunch break and then go back <laughs> to work. Um, which but that's eventually, fine. Like... <laughs> It's because it, he, he had a quota of deliveries to make, and if he made the quota of deliveries and then went back, they wouldn't pay him more for the rest of the deliveries, and they would expect a higher quota. So, he made his quota, he was delivering in the area, he would show back up. But, uh, eventually, they installed in their little scanners that they have tracking, and he wouldn't be able to be uh, at home for more than 45 minutes at a time. Uh, otherwise he would get dinged. So then he would like, I think he would sparse out his deliveries a little bit more. And so they wouldn't get him as much. But yeah, it's friggin' labor, labor places, like delivery places and whatnot. It's just, it's just ridiculous what they do to their employees and not care about them. Yeah, like that part definitely sucks. And like, I feel bad for him in that respect. But like, you hit and run. Like, I don't actually, like at that point, I like, I, I don't feel bad for that person anymore. Like, I would have felt bad if, like, they lost their job because they owned up to it. But they didn't own up to it in this case. Like, they left and tried to stick me with what is probably going to be at least a $1,000 to repair my fence. Because, like, it's a a fence post. Like, and it's shattered. Like, there's no patching it or repairing it. We have to have the fence people come out, take the panels down, remove the posts from the cement they poured, and then, like, redo a new post. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, if it was just like a panel and we, and it's like, it was going to be like a hundred bucks or 200 bucks or whatever for them to just come like install a new panel. All right, whatever. Like that's not the end of the world, but like, this is like construction again. Like, Mm -hmm. and the post is like, the post is no longer secure. Like I went out and I can like wobble it. Like it's, it's definitely like in bad shape. Yeah. But all, all of that bad stuff aside, uh, Rich, what's on the agenda? 
Uh, we got a little bit of gaming talk with Bayonetta 3, and then I'm going to surprise you guys with a little something uh, as well that I just remembered. It's going to be short. Um, then we're going to talk about, uh, I entered, I'm a pro gamer now, I entered a tournament, and and we'll talk about that. Uh, we also wrapped up the first season of Bonus Action. If you're not listening to it, finish this, and then listen to that. Uh, as well as uh, me and Cobb, we went and saw Thor, Love and Thunder, and then just a quick book club reminder to watch Parasite. Yeah, that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I don't know if you guys saw this. I just happened to see it by, like, chance. Uh, Bayonetta 2, or, Bay- I'm sorry, Bayonetta 3 suddenly got a release date. Yeah, yeah, I did, I saw that today. Somebody posted that today, uh, that I follow on Instagram. I thought it was already known, so I didn't make a de- big deal about it. But I, because I don't, I don't track release dates, you know this. Um, but that's pretty sweet. And now I have to play the first two, which... I I own on Steam, so I'll probably end up playing them on stream in the near future. I still have to get around to the second one, but I I did play the first one, and like it's a fun game. Like it, it's a good like platinum like action platformer. Like it's mm-hmm. it's it's very Devil May Cry. Like yep. it it, yeah. it feels like that. If have you played them, Drew? The uh, bit of the first one. Yeah, like it it's got that like you you move around the level, you get into like essentially a battle arena where like invisible walls go up only like they you know they're they're quote unquote invisible like you see them like they're gates or whatever that seal you into a zone and then like yeah. you have some sort of fight and then eventually there's some like just obnoxiously huge boss fight that you take on like like titan fight sort of thing like where you're not really attacking like you're attacking a piece of something rather than the whole thing yeah um and then like you get scored and stuff after a level and all that fun stuff and yeah they're interesting games. I'm looking forward to uh, to checking out the third one, which I have to now play the second one, too, because the third one, October 27th, I not that far I away. Had, I thought I had both of them on Steam. Apparently, it's only one was released on PC. Uh, yeah, I don't... One was released I, on Steam. I think the two is one, only a Wii U game. Yeah. It's a Switch game also. They, they yeah, did, yeah. They ported it to Switch, oh, and okay. if you... I don't know if, you, if it's still the case, but if you purchase Bayonetta 2, it used to come with a digital copy of Bayonetta 1. No, that was uh, that was the initial release on Wii U. It came with a copy of Bayonetta One. That I don't it, that's know how they, they s- released. No, that is how they released it on Switch. That is how I own it. Is it? Yeah, I I have the physical copy of Bayonetta Two, and it came with a digital copy of Bayonetta One. Maybe it was just a special uh, or a physical copy of Two and digital One. You said. Yeah, and like I did not buy okay. them separately. Like Bayonetta Two yeah, yeah. was a gift, and it came with the digital code for one. Then may- maybe it was just. The Switch version. Then I thought it was. I couldn't remember. No, no, you're, the Switch you're right. The, the original Wii U release of it, if you got like the first run, also yeah. came with Bayonetta One. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I've I've never played them. I've always wanted to. I've always heard they were great games. Um. And the new one has like kaiju fights, which I'm like all 100 percent down for. No, I mean that's basically like they all have like fights that like it's it's witch lady versus kaiju. Like yeah, that, that's yeah. a better way to describe it than Titan fights. Yeah. Um, like, there was one, like, I remember, I feel like I fought a building at one point. Um, and then I know there was, like, a multi-staged, like, dragon fight at another point. Um, and, like, sometimes you're, like, they have those, like, platformy aspects to some of them where, like, you're kind of, like, you're on something and you're kind of, like, dancing between them, like, avoiding a- attacks while you're also attacking when, like, it's time to attack, essentially. Mm-hmm. And, like, she's got the... Again, very Devil May Cry, where you have your your guns for ranged attack, and then you have different like kicks and stuff like that for um for melee attack. Plus, she's a witch. She's um 
an umbral witch, I think is a term they use, but she gets like like some time powers where you can like slow down time and freeze things and shit like that. A lot yeah. of cool stuff. It's it's a it's a it's an interesting series. So they, uh, I'm I'm looking online. Switch, uh, Nintendo sells. It's twenty nine ninety nine for Bayonetta one, forty nine ninety nine for Bayonetta two, and then a digital version that's sixty dollars for both. Which actually, that's not bad. No, but I already own Bayonetta one. I got it for like a dollar and a half or something like that on a Steam sale. Sounds so right. I gotta, I got, I gotta get Bayonetta two on, on full price. I mean, check Amazon. Maybe it's on sale on Prime Day. Yeah, I'll it'll it'll, check. it'll be forty five dollars instead of forty nine dollars. Is when is Prime Day, or is it that's going on right now? Right? Yeah, today's yeah, it, last it ends, day. Yeah, it oh, ends okay. at midnight. Okay. Yeah, there's actually rich just because you play a bunch of PC stuff now. Um, log into Twitch and go to the Prime Gaming thing in there. There's mm-hmm. a ton of free PC games, and like some of them are shit, but other ones like the the Mass Effect Legendary. Um, trilogy thing is a free game right now. Mm-hmm. Like no, I I um I I was on Twitch earlier today and I was just xing off all of the Prime stuff, just like and it's still it's all up there like right now. Brawlhalla, World of Warships, Hearthstone stuff, Overwatch. Yeah, there's a ton of stuff going on right now. Claiming like full on games, it looks like. That's what I mean. Like like the the Mass Effect Legendary Edition that had, it was all three games that came out like last year. Like that mm-hmm. is a f- that that is free through Prime Gaming right now. Oh, fishing North Atlantic. Yeah. All right. How much do you think Bayonetta Two is on Amazon? It is on sale right now. What What is the normal price? Fifty nine ninety nine or forty nine ninety nine on on Switch Online. So forty four ninety five. Richie, guess. Um, I'm gonna go with honestly sixty bucks. Uh, Richie's close. It's normally sixty ninety on Amazon because reasons. Uh, it's on sale for fifty seven ninety five, a whole whopping two dollars and ninety five cents off. Oh, I thought Richie just said it was forty nine ninety nine normally. Uh, yeah, on Switch, on online. Switch online. It's oh, cheaper the... to get it through Switch through Nintendo than it is to get it on Amazon. Well, is that physical one the one that comes with it's... um the digital copy of one? Yes. Is oh, it used okay. or new? New. Okay. Okay. That. That is different then. Um, yeah, that's well. I, pro- I would have still been off. So I, w- the, I would have said fifty-five. That's ninety-five. That's, that's the same price for the digital version of both of them together. So yeah, that's silly. Like what a sale, guys! What a sale! Yeah, like the the prime the prime stuff this week. Like there's unless you're buying Amazon branded products, like there aren't a lot of great sales. Mm-hmm. That's that's just Prime Day in general anymore. It's but you know all- what? We actually got, we ordered a very nice coffee pot yesterday that was like $75 off. Oh. It's got, it has a, it has a, um, it'll do cold brew and it's also got a, a built in milk, f- um, froth, yeah, frother. Frother? Thank you. I could not get that word out. Why were you adding an extra TH in there? <laughs> I wasn't trying to. It was just happening. Oh my, oh my God. Dude, it's been a long week. <laughs> it's only Wednesday, but I can understand. I spent an hour sitting in a hot car yesterday. That's your fault for not having a car on to have the air conditioning. I kept turning it on and off because like I didn't have enough gas to just. I didn't know how long I was gonna be sitting there for. Like, yeah, I had a quarter tank of gas. Yeah, I get you. Because like yesterday was the day that I would fill my tank when I get home. Because a quarter tank of gas is more than enough to get home, even with traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, I tried getting out of the car and waiting, but like there was no shade. It was just sun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, so Bayonetta 3 in October, 
which is exciting and just so random. Like, yeah, I, no director I, or anything. Just here's a trailer. It's coming out in in October. I mean, we. I feel like they just announced Bayonetta three as well, like no, five years no, ago. I, I would have even guessed longer than that, but yeah. That so no, right. they just last September. It was is when the, the the direct they had in September is where they actually showed it for the first time in four years. Yeah, they had that okay. trailer where like it was the big like kaiju thing, and then. It actually had the mascot, like that dog costume thing from um, the Astral Chain series. That's also a platinum yeah. game. And then Bayonetta showed up, and that that was a year ago. That that was a trailer a year ago, basically letting us know that it was still being worked on. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay. yeah, it was announced in. If it wasn't 2017, it was early 2018. Okay, it was announced in December 2017. Nice. So I was really yep. close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, but we're getting it. Yeah. Um, now, Rich, you said that you had something else that yeah, you found. It's it's real quick. Uh, so a few months ago, um, they uh, we talked about and they announced um, a Dead by Daylight uh, spinoff game called the, it's um, Hooked on You. It's like they're dating sim with the uh, killers in Dead by Daylight. Uh, today, they tweeted out, a thing not related to Hooked on You. I'm just bringing it up because we've talked about Dead by Daylight before. Uh, today they tweeted out around 1 p.m. a teaser for the next um, villain that they're introducing. Uh, it's Attack on Titan crossover. Oh, you know what? I saw you post that link in Discord. Yeah, yeah. Which I really want to know how they're going to do it. Because, like, so Dead by Daylight, if anybody who doesn't know, since we don't often talk about it, it's an asymmetric multiplayer game where one person plays as the killer, the other four play as survivors, you have to work generators in order, you have to work so many generators and get them running in order to go open the doors and escape while the killer is trying to kill everyone. Um, but like, how's it gonna fucking work with a giant ass fucking titan? Are they gonna downsize him just a little bit, or is it gonna be all indoors type stuff? Like, I, it's just, I'm totally 100% down for this, as long as they do the villain right. But I'm also afraid that they might just turn it into just cosmetics for the survivors and maybe a cosmetic for one of the villains, which is going to be so unfortunate. Yeah, that does sound like a bummer. Mm-hmm. Like, like that, they that it could be a bummer. Yeah. Like, they haven't dropped any other information about it. All they did was drop that tweet. Um, I mean, I didn't look too hard about it, but the tweet ju- is doesn't give a link. It doesn't give, like, a, a release date or anything. It just shows the crossover, and it's the Colossal Titan looking through a door, um, and it says, what, what was the caption of the tweet? The caption is, uh, what you doing? As the Colossal, I believe it's the Colossal Titan, uh, is staring through the door. Um, but it looks, it also looks like that might be the art from the live action series, and not the anime series. Which live action series, movies, were bad. Not terrible. But I feel like that's not the sort of series bad. that's going to just transition well to live action because of so what it the is. reason. The, so it had um, it had two movies uh, that took place that covered the first season of the the show, and I even cu- I went and saw them in theaters. But by the mid by the end of the second movie, like it had changed everything. It didn't really stick a lot to the source material. It didn't really, like, there. I don't recall any sort of mention with the armored titan. I don't recall 
Like, any, like, like, at one point, at the end of the second movie, the camera flashes back and then flashes out, and there's somebody watching a TV monitor of the events that just happened at the end of the movie, and it's like, it kind of goes, like, Matrix-esque, where it's like, oh, we found, or here's the information we need, I don't know, it was weird as shit. But, like, I was like, this, this could be interesting. But I don't think they continued after the second movie because it just it diverged way too much. Oh, that's kind of a bummer. Um, yeah. This is this is just like adjacent to this, like anime related. Um, I know you don't necessarily have time to watch things all that often. Um, you should really get a trial of Crunchyroll and watch mm-hmm. um, Spy X Family. Mm-hmm. It, it 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 the season the, like the first season is done. Um, it's dubbed or subbed like all 12 episodes um and you would probably enjoy it a whole bunch yeah oh i'm not streaming every day anymore so i'm getting time back in my life that's fair but yeah like do like the free like week trial or whatever crunchyroll offers and like it's it's 12 episodes they're 20 minute episodes it's delightful and yeah yeah i think you'll enjoy it a lot I'll, i'll 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 add it to the list i have a bunch i need to watch I'm gonna, tonight when we're done this, I'm gonna catch up on the CW shows, and then this weekend I'm hoping to at least get through Umbrella Academy, if not also Stranger Things. Have you watched um, any of the latest season, or did you I, watch I, the I whole thing? I have to watch the whole thing of both, so. Okay. Um, so, but I want to do Umbrella Academy first, and then do Stranger Things, and then I think there's, I want to do Chuchutsu Kaisen, which I haven't gotten into, and then oh, that one's really catch, good up, too. catch up on Demon Slayer. So we got a, we got there's a, there's a lot I need to watch, but I'm 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 ha- I'm finding the time again. I'm gonna take another like three days off at the beginning of August for my birthday. I might yeah. just take the full week off at this point. If I'm already taking three days off, I might just take Monday and Tuesday off as well. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> like just the, <laughs> just take the just only, take the whole week. <laughs> the the only reason why not is because who knows if they're gonna have people cover my work and they're already getting mad. At, not getting mad at me, but they're already constantly on me, like, we need to get this stuff done. I'm like, well, no one's helping me, so I can't get it done on my own because no one's helping me. Yeah, that and sounds then it's like just a not be... your problem. Yeah, it, I, I've, I, I got an, a, an email or a message from my supervisor yesterday saying, hey, tomorrow, meaning today, we need, I need you to make a big push on, um, the, this report, the report that I'm responsible for that has been backed up since I took two days off before the 4th of July. And, like, I even let her know, like, I I let her know yesterday, I'm still behind on this because I took two days off and have not had any help from it, from anybody for this. And then she sent that to me last night, or at least had the audacity to send it to me last night after I just said that, and I'm just like, this is not my job, this is not my problem anymore. Like, I'll, I got 150 done today of 600. I'm like, I'll, I'll work on my, I'll work at my pace. I'm mm-hmm. I'm done with this. I'm I don't care anymore. And but that's the like if I ta- end up taking off for a full week, who knows how many is actually going to be there, or how many of them are actually going to be done properly or improperly because somebody else doesn't get enough time to train because they've never done it before. And it's just this fucking company is horrible, horrible. Which uh, raised a, uh, a a question within some of my friend groups, which depending on time we'll talk about after Thor. I'll bring it up after Thor, depending on time. It doesn't have, it's not a major discussion, but it's, I, I, I'd, I'd like to pick your brains about it on the podcast. Oh, okay. 
Well, in that case, uh, Rich, why don't you tell us about this uh, this Apex tournament thing you did? Yeah, so uh, 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 a buddy streamer of mine, uh, Xeno Alien, um, he reached out to people on his Discord. Was like, "Does anybody want to join me for a kill race tournament, a duos kill race tournament?" And so I I responded, or I DM'd him. I'm like, "If you're desperate for a co a, a coach a co a teammate, I'll join you." Like if you if you need a teammate, I'll join you. If you have no one else, I got you, boo. And so he was like, "All right." And it's um, there's this website I believe it was called like Z League. They run tournaments like all the time, and it's uh, what it was. It was a kill race tournament. So you have an hour and a half to play as many matches as you can, and it takes your top your best two games across all of the matches. Compiles up your position, uh, your placement in your team placement, as well as your kill placement. And it adds those together. And so it was me and Alien versus nine other teams. And it was whoever got the most kills. And if you were, if you ended in first, second, or third position, you got five points. And each kill was worth a point. Um, and so I was like, you know what? Sure. This sounds fun. And it's like, it's a free tournament. It's not something we had to pay to get into. Um, let's do it. Let's go, let's go for it. I'll try it. Uh, and it was a blast. I tell you what, it was so fun because it was, it was a different way of thinking and playing Apex. It wasn't about just getting to first place. It wasn't about getting clear. It was more about being, being, not being violent, but being, uh, aggressive Mm -hmm. and, and actually trying to go for those kills, which is not how I play Apex. Um, like I try to get into the firefights. But I tend to try to be the the team that'll third party another team, or the team that's just off on the edge, like peppering the other team um, to try to waste their resources and such. Um, but it was just it was it was a different idea. Plus, it was duos, which I usually do trios when I'm doing something like this, and it was just it was fun. It was a lot of fun to do. Um, and we had we had a f- couple of bad matches. Then our third or fourth match, I believe, we ended up. Uh, placing second with eight kills. Yeah, we placed second with eight kills, which got us 13 points. And then the next, like, seven matches were just bad. We were barely getting one or two kills. We were barely finding any teams or anything like that. And it came to our last match. And, uh, I was, we were, like, strategizing as it was loading in. And so the rules of the game is it's an hour and a half. But if you're in a match, uh, if the match loads in, and you're getting ready to drop, or you're in the dropship, as the timer goes from an hour 29 to an hour 30, you get to finish that match, and it counts. So, this was our match, That was, this was our rollover match, this was our last match. And we, we, we get ready to drop, and we're looking at the scores. One team had like 39 points, the other team had like 24 points. Or something like that. And, and the next couple of teams between, uh, me and second place, us in second place, they, they all had under 20. So I was like, Alien, if we can get, if we can place, we'll get third place. If we can place in third, first through third, we'll, we'll, we'll get third place. We'll win third place. Um, he's like, all right, let's go for it. This is a position match. It's like, let's do it. Um, Ended up, uh, I didn't realize scoring. I wasn't thinking about scoring. It was taking in two kills from a previous match. So it was showing us at 15 points. And I was like, oh, we have 15 points. We only need five. No, we needed seven points in a match 
in order to get to 20 to make third place. And we were able to do it and get the win with only having two kills and not seeing an entire team the entire match until the very end to pull off a third place position in my very first gaming tournament that I've joined besides GameStop, which doesn't, I mean, I guess it does count, but it doesn't really count. I mean, look, it was a, it was a tournament. They were tournaments. I only, I think I only ever joined one. And I, I always regret, or I'm always so mad at that loss of that one that I joined at GameStop. It was for F-Zero. And it was the demo of F-Zero on the GameCube. And it was a time trial based. And I was, like, by far the best racer getting into the last turn. But I had used up, and in F-Zero, you, in, in that one, you like you had your boost energy, but your boost energy is also your shields. And so if you used all your boost energy, you had no shields, and if you got knocked, you would blow up. And I was like, I was maybe like 15 seconds ahead of the best time. And I got hit, and it took me out to third place or something like that. I was so, I was like, I was right there for that win. But like this one, like we edged out a third place win. And it was like, it was, it was... It was very exciting. It was very fun. It was also, like, I did some training with uh, one of my other uh, uh, streamer friends before I teamed up with Alien, and then we did some practice matches. And just, again, it's just the talking of the strategy for a kill race rather than just go to win. It's different. Yeah, and that is actually, like, I didn't realize that was, like, a thing that existed. Yeah, they actually just had the uh, Major League um, uh, Finals for Apex. This past weekend. And it's a very similar style of like a kill race type thing. So you get X amount of matches. You got to get the most kills and get the best positioning and whatnot. Most tournaments don't focus as much on position as it does on kills. But like they do try to incentivize like trying to actually play the game a little bit. Because and there were times where like me and him we get into a match. It comes near the end and we haven't even gotten a kill or whatever. I'm like. Should we just drop out and go to a different one? He's like, yeah, this one's this one's a wash. Let's go. And we did. We, had, we would just drop out, go to a different one, or go die, and then go for a different one. And, and try to reload. And it's just thinking about the hour and a half timing. Which, yeah, that that actually, that seems like, like, if if you like Apex, that seems like a fun way to, like, do a tournament. Because it's not just like, oh, like, if we don't come in first every time, like... We're not getting anywhere. Well, I, mm. I mean, you could do, you could do a, an all position tournament where it's X amount of points per placement. So if you place last place, you're going to get no points, but maybe like if you, if you break half the team. So if you're doing a trios and you, you're, you're top 10, then maybe you get five points. If you're top five, you get fifth, no, 10 points. And if you're first place, you get 15 or something like that. And, like, you could go that route, but then if you're running a timer thing, there could be people who, once they reach top 10, alright, let's go, let's go for a new one. And like, to- getting more top 10s might be more valuable than getting a first place because an Apex match, and Drew, you can attest to this, an Apex match isn't short. If you're, nope. if you're in, if you're running for first place, that's not a short amount of time. Like, minimum 20 minutes. Yeah. Whereas I've gone into matches and it said within two to f- two to five minutes, hey, you're top ten. Oh, all right, we don't need to play anymore. Let's just get those five points and go to the next one. 
you could get three or four top tens in the time that it may take somebody to get a first place. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe maybe you should just I don't know get all the first places. I'm get I'm getting better. I am getting better. Um, uh, like mostly my communication is getting better because I know I'm not good at aiming. I'm not good at like tracking. There were a lot of times where alien would pop out and he'd be like, "All right, let's go over here," and it would take me like a good like ten to twenty seconds to find the ping he made to go that way, or like I'd have to find him on my map to track him. Like I am. I'm like very all over the place when it comes to playing it, but I it's I'm getting better with communicating and I'm getting better with finding the good weapon loadouts to help me with this game. I cannot think the last time I really even looked at the map in a game of Apex. I I still I still look at it all the time. Just because like I don't take lead. I, I let somebody else take lead, I let somebody else take charge. And so if they're like, let's go here, let's go there then I'm checking the mini-map to see where they pinged or to see where they went, because, like, for some reason, I like, if I'm looking all over the place, I just cannot find where they're going or where they pinged sometimes. And it might be the overlays that I have set up for when I'm streaming, and it might be different when I'm not streaming and how well I can see things. Maybe. But, yeah, it was it was a good time. I, 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 I'm hoping to join some more. Uh, I don't know if necessarily with him. Usually he plays with somebody else, but... I wouldn't mind playing with him some more. I wouldn't mind doing this some more because, like, the winning this tournament got us credits into the the Z League service to where we can then put that towards a paid tournament. So if we do enough of these free tournaments, we could get into a paid tournament for free and potentially get free money for it. Yeah, but yeah, that's really that's really all I did with Apex. It was fun. Yeah, that that seems like it was a good time. Yeah, it was something new, it was something different. Uh, well, I guess, do you guys want to talk about bonus action? I mean, yeah, we can we can talk a bit about it. Spoiler-free, of course. Mm-hmm. But um, we we wrapped up Season 1 of Bonus Action. And uh, I'm, I'm excited. I thought, it. I'll be 100% honest, and if we end up doing like this season and wrap-up that I'm talking about with you guys, I'll, 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 I'll expand on this more. But it did not end at all the way that I was expecting it to end. I I mean, I guess not, but also, like, I personally find it weird calling it, like, a season end. Well, that's, and that's why, like, I wanted to call it a season, I wanted to place a season finale on this, um, so that to find a good stopping and starting point so that any new listeners... Like, at at one point or another, we're going to have 50, 60, 70 episodes. Like, and, and yes, I would love people to listen to every episode when they discover us. But part of the reason I don't like comics is because there's so fucking much that I don't find interest in finding out, like, everything to read before and after. But then people will be like, oh, well, this is a good starting point, or that's a good starting point, and then go from there. So the idea of wrapping it up into, like, a season end, this way it gives us time for a break, me time to regroup and try to reset the story or rephrase the story, re- rework the story or whatnot, um, as well as just, in general, giving us time to, 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 to have real lives and vacations and stuff, not having to force a recording and whatnot. Like, the idea for me for a season end was to end at the garrison. Back sure. at camp. And, but... Because of timing, because of how long that final recording took with everything that happened, 
we I, I couldn't get we couldn't get there. But with how it ended, that final recording ended, it does feel like a good like all right, season stopped here. Which again, for anybody who's listening, which is not again, it's for the first time for you. You'll hear it when we say it. It's not going to change anything for you guys. If anything, there's maybe going to be a month difference in in listening because we might do this wrap up and release that in place of a normal episode, or we might just release it all in normal order. So anyone who listens to the show, you're not losing anything, but it is just we stopped here. This is the next set of episodes will be a good starting point for somebody who's coming in fresh. Which makes, like, like I do understand that. I also would lo- just like to argue, comic books have plenty of jumping on points, you fucking savage. No, they do! <laughs> but, like, when you think about it, how many issues of, sp- how many Spider-Man number ones are there? There's a like, new number one every six months you can jump on at any time. Exactly. Every six months there's a good place no, to jump that, on. That's my point, though. Like, that's a good jumping on. Like, that's a new, quote, new season. Like, it, it, but like, there's that, there's a new number one, which then, like, three issues later actually become issue 7500, because that's how many comics there are of Spider-Man. And it's like, alright, well, they, they renumber it number one all the time to just get another restart of a starting point. Um, but yeah, I had, I had a blast recording this. I really did. I had, a, I had a blast making this and writing this. Some of my, uh, more, um, more inspired work was put into the, to, to, to a lot of, of these sessions and a lot of these ideas and themes that I've been putting in through the series. It's been fun. That doesn't sound convincing at all, Drew. No, Tell it how really, you really feel. <laughs> Shut up, Cobb. You're the one that just sits there and does nothing the whole time. Oh, it's so boring. You guys are the worst. I mean, you are crew. We could just find a new one. <laughs> But no, you, you I, were I, I say really don't pay any attention. Uh, I mean, like, I can't, I don't want to say really too much other than, like, legitimately has been very fun playing this campaign, and characters have gone ways I have not expected. <laughs> oh, no. I, like, I... The, the I'm story... not the evilest one, apparently. <laughs> I mean, you're not the evilest one, but you're the most influential? No! You're not, because you don't, you don't try to influence that much, but it's somehow influences turned, uh, Val, which is Tim's character, into from the nicest girl who's just trying to fit in to probably the most devious person you'll ever meet. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it, it has, it has taken a turn that I was not expecting. Um, and and some of the themes that you guys are are leaning into with your characters are making it interesting for me to try to set up future events and encounters along with trying to stick with uh, uh, some of the main story points that I had initially create I created and designed way at the beginning of creating this whole campaign that you guys are probably at least 5 plus levels from actually getting to like that. A a lot of the stuff that I came up with pretty early on was like mid tier to end game stuff of like, like I I, I can't even explain it. These poor people a fucking level. They just got a level though. Like that's the thing. I swear to God, we've been level four for like five sessions. (laughs) No, you, you became level four when you reached the encampment, which was two sessions ago. You, yeah, you, you, it was midway through 
the the so the session that you got to the the encampment the 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 first Durgar camp um two you you got you you discovered the camp and you went to go talk and then you talked with them and fought them um and then you got a level up between those two between fighting them and and discussing at, between fighting them and then discussing about the uh uh, the, 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 the bad land, the, the, the decaying lands, and then deciding to go to the decaying land. It feels longer because if you're listening to it weekly in one hour sessions, it has been three, it's been four, seven, by the end of this episode, by the end of this session, it's been seven, eight hours of gameplay, which is eight episodes, but you literally just got a level up two sessions ago. So don't remember it. <laughs> well, it's a level four level up. They're usually not all that great because it's just uh, uh, ASIs. But yeah, you guys, you guys got your level four because you. The initial plan for me before this whole Underdark adventure, before this whole section of the adventure became as long as it did, and I wrote it out to be as big as it is. The initial plan for me was for you guys to go deal with the mines, go back to shale point and then go to level up to level four and i was originally going to stop the season at level four but it took the 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 series itself like i had i like different themes kept expanding different ideas kept coming into play and i designed more and more of of of, of the world and more and more of the durgar itself that like i was i even said it in like around or in the session that you guys got the level up like this has become a lot bigger than I initially had planned it. You guys are getting a level up earlier than I was initially planning because I'm rewarding you with getting to a certain point. Like this, this you you reached a milestone, and not to say you're not getting that level five now that you finish this last session. You're getting that level five now that you finish the session and reached another big milestone, but. You just weren't getting that level up in the mid, like during the session, because it had literally been a session and a half, if he, less than that, a session and a third since you got a level up. I don't know. It sounds like you're just trying to justify that you don't want to give them levels. <laughs> no, I literally just said they're getting level five now. I just said it. I didn't say it at the end of that because I was waiting for it to be fucking surprise, guys, and say it during like the recap or before you got before we start into the next episode. Boy, it's almost like you should just. You could have just not said it too. Like, <laughs> I mean, well, you were giving me a hard time about not leveling up. You guys, you guys are all giving me hard times about not leveling up. You're giving me hard times about not giving you magic items. Y- you you missed out on magic item, so it's not my fault. Plus, now you have a magic item that I got to fully design now. But I have never once complained about not having magic items because I already have plus one armor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe you should start complaining about not having them. I'm about to get the. Fucking made up and, magic shield. <laughs> and on top of that, not only are you guys level five, but no, I'm not gonna say the rest because that's spoilery. I won't I won't go to the rest of that. But um there are magic items coming to you in the future. Um Well, I mean that was pretty obvious the end of that session. Yeah, but I di- I didn't want to say what happened at the end of the session because it is well, yeah, f- yeah. what f- Four weeks or four four episodes away at the moment, so um, yeah, I wasn't going to say what happened, but you guys are getting magic items as well, um, and you guys get level five, 
which uh, and I mean I have I have I have some stuff planned for or, or I have I have like late game stuff planned. I have it, it, it at this point. It really depends on what you guys decide to do. Is where the story is going to continue onward with, and it's like leaving it off where we left it off with that nice little like pseudo cliffhanger where it's like you guys are in a relatively safe spot and whatnot potentially like it it is a good stopping point but it's also like it leaves a lot open for me to have to prepare for for the next session which i'm both like very daunted over but also super excited about um can i make a request (sighs) um you can um subscribe to our patreon at ten (laughs) dollars and you can put requests in there no that's not part of the patreon anything um, but we add can it. add that now. This is not a bad request, though. Well, it's not a bad request for either of you. If you're giving them magic items, can you give Eric a cursed item? He doesn't need it. He already just rolls ones all the time anyway. Yeah, he's I cursed see, already. I want to see how long it takes him to pawn a cursed item off on Tim. That's the problem. You can't. You can't. <laughs> Most, or, you can't. The yeah, vast generally... majority of the cursed items, like very explicitly make your character not want to give them up. Yeah, they they become obsessive over them. If they lose them, they become obsessive over them to the point Oh, it's like the One Ring? Pretty much. Kind of, yeah. Um, Well, are there there items that would be more, like, just, like, cause bad luck, essentially? That, like... Any item you give Eric is bad luck. (laughs) That's fair. Um... But, I mean, not necessarily. It, it could be something I could come up with, but the idea, as much, as fun as that is, and I'm not saying I would never do it, as fun as that is, the idea of a magic item isn't necessarily, is, is more to aid your, your, your players and your characters and not to, like, become a detriment. But they're also, they can also be silly. Like, I can give you guys a wand of fucking smiling if you want it. Sure. Um, okay, but g- it's. Give Eric the wand of smiling. See that weapon that were item is the the wand of smiling would be better in Val's hands though because he would just be so clever with it. It's true. Everything that I can give you guys would be really good in Tim's hands because he's so clever with everything he does. I love it. I love how clever he is with his illusion spells and everything. Um and I'm just I'm really enjoying everything we've got going on with this series. But, Meanwhile, you're you're over here praising one person and what about Drew? Like Aren't you giving him any praise? Drew hits things really good. Yay! <laughs> so, what are you? You're a paladin, right? Yes. That's what he does. Is hits things really good. I don't know. I I zone out most of the time, so like I only hear bits and pieces. But I, I was pretty sure you were a paladin. I just wasn't sure. Yeah. Yep. And there was just so much combat that I was basically zoned out the whole time this time. Yeah, there. It, it ended up being a large. So the last episode. Of of the season ends up being almost upward, almost two hours, I think, maybe an hour and a half to an hour and forty five, something like that. I'm not sure. Cobb, do you know? Uh, not top of my head, but yeah, I think I want to say all but the first like part was at least an hour fifteen, and I think the longest part was like an hour forty. Yeah, they, like they the the episodes ended up being long, but the last one ended up being pretty much a a long combat encounter of sorts uh just because of the scenario that uh that they got that that Val got them in um that is just like it 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 I think it was like a, I I hope it translates well 
into audio that last session, that last situation. Like, I hope it doesn't just become mundane, just dice rolling. I hope, I hope it translated very well with, with, with audio, audio, um, because that's just, that's the hard part about combat. It's combat, especially when just listening to it. Oh, I go here, I go there, I do that. Like, it can be a little boring and monotonous. Well, but with how bad some of them are at rolling, it at least keeps it interesting <laughs> because you never know when someone's going to die or almost. Yeah, die. yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, yeah, go ahead. What were you saying? I was going to no, I was just going to say, um, do you guys want to move on and talk a little bit about Thor? Sure, let's go. Sure, y'all can talk about Thor. <laughs> oh, you can talk about it too. You don't have to have seen it to talk about it. I, there's some lightning and some jokes. You Thor. forgot about the thunder and the love. You 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 pretty much got it there though, <laughs> and. It it is it is my favorite Thor movie for sure. I I'm, I I I wouldn't be able to say it's my favorite like Marvel movie, but it is by far my favorite Thor movie. And Ragnar Thor Ragnarok was like top tier Marvel movie, like but it, like it was it was above average Marvel movie, and I think this one was also above average. Fuck what the critics are saying. Fuck what like the dumbass fans are saying too. Like this was. A good movie, and it's just I enjoyed every second of it. So it's it's not my favorite Thor. Um, I thought it, it it was a lot of fun though. Like it was a fun movie. I thought some of it was a little too slapsticky, and the Marvel movies have been trending this way a little bit. Where when something serious happens, nine out of ten times they end it on a joke instead of letting it kind of hang. And I wish they would kind of let certain things hang a little bit more. Um. Like, they did at the end of this one. Like, not to spoil anything, but, like, the end of, the, like, the, the very end of this, um, like, like the, the big fight was serious, and they let it actually, like, wrap up serious. Mm-hmm. But, like, the part before that, where he does the thing with the kids, yeah. um, like, that could have, they, they like, I, I'm trying not to, not to spoil it, but, like, there was a joke they slid in there that, like, I don't think they needed, and I think it actually kind of hurt that a little bit, in my opinion. Is, is it, um... For temporary, is it when he was doing the whole speech and it was like temporary? Yeah, exactly. Like I, th- I thought, I, I thought well, it was fun up until the point when he like very quickly went just temporarily though. I I I didn't. I thought that was great. I thought that was like a good throw in line. Like, w- would it have did it? Would it have changed the scene at all if they didn't have it? No, it wouldn't. Have. But like I I but the the cha- the possibilities of the of what could happen if they if he didn't say that and then that being a full on thing like it I I I liked what they did I liked that they did that and I I thought it was funny I thought it fit very well there and it fit Thor itself like Thor has drastically changed he, he and 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 it, it's reasonable that he changed he he went through a lot his character has gone through a lot has lost everything multiple times and it just makes sense that he has become more of this like pseudo carefree like silly personality than as much as it's than 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 being like the almighty thor the greatest in the world like he's just more of like it like it, it just works with with thor and with his character development i don't and disagree just, and like i like i like that they've they found a like a good comedic lane for Thor, but I think they're still struggling to find the the serious side of Thor because it's not that they don't have it; it's just it seem it's very inconsistent. Whereas like 
the funny side is is pretty consistent at this point. Even when it's not um a Thor movie, like even when it's in the other like when he's in other films. Um but like this past week, um I think it was FX was just showing like all of the movies that Thor was in basically. Mm-hmm. Except yeah. for Dark World. Didn't see Dark World play at all. Wonder why. Um but watching the first Thor again and even the first Avengers, Thor has like you can see the comedy that like they definitely leaned into more in Ragnarok, but Thor also like it's hard to explain and he almost seems smarter in the earlier movies without being like you said like I'm the almighty Thor. Like there's just something that they've kind of like removed from him that like I kind of wish they would give him a little bit of that back but keep as much of like the comedy as they can. But and and that's the that's again that's character development in a sense of like yeah he 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 became more of the doofy guy um within reason like he was still smart in Age of Ultron he was but he became more silly and they leaned on it because their most successful Thor movie was the silliest Thor movie no a hundred percent I understand why they did it and I understand why they kind of like you could tell they definitely gave Taika Waititi like a little bit more like free reign on this one to kind of like do what he wanted. And like nine out of ten times, it actually worked. Like, like I said, I just think there were bits that were a little too slapsticky, and there were bits where the acting just felt off. Um, in particular, there's a scene with Sif, um, in that on that frozen planet, and that whole bit just felt so poorly acted. And both of them are much better acting at actors I, than that scene portrayed them as. I, I, I can understand what you're saying with that scene, but at the same time, like it comes. It might not necessarily come with the character, but it comes with the. I, I'd be weird to say, but I'll I'll go with, like maybe the like the culture of the character of like um because of what was going on with Sif, like she was being overly dramatic, and like you got to think of it this way: she's being overly dramatic because of what she wants, because of the culture of their character, and then Thor had to turn around and be like, well, technically. But- it's not just that one bit of it, though. It's that whole scene, I feel, is just... And it's it's not what they're doing. It's the actual acting just doesn't feel as good as, like, every other scene they're both in. Like, and not just together. Like, just in general. They're both better every other time you see them in the movie. And it's like that one scene, it almost felt like that was, like, a reshoot, and they didn't have time, so they only got one take on it. And, and that's possible. That's 100% possible. But like for I I did that one scene I like I I can get what you're saying, but it it didn't take me out of it. It didn't it didn't lose anything on me for it. It it to me it honestly fit a little more. It fit in my opinion. But you also like you seem to have enjoyed the comedy more than I did. Not that I didn't enjoy it. It's just I would like more balance. Like this movie just okay, leaned, but, this, this movie went too comedy for me. But but I'm sorry. You want do you want fucking Superman though, like that's the thing about Thor. Is Thor is fucking Superman. Like he's unstoppable, nearly unkillable. Like you, you want serious? You want Man of Steel, or do you want fucking silliness and and fun? Like I don't, I don't want There's seriousness. A, you can balance it. Like it's not impossible to balance that. I don't want a slapstick comedy. Is what I'm saying. I, I don't. I I just I don't. I don't see it. I I don't think the comedy was overdone. I really don't. I I I feel like it was 
based on the story of what they were trying to tell, it was well-suited. With all the god shit and how ridiculous the gods are. With how ridiculous the character Thor is. Like, I, I don't think they went, they leaned too far. Like, there, somebody complained about, uh, um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Because during the scene with the Illuminati, Captain Carter said, I can do this all day. And somebody got mad at the fact that they had her say that, and it was the dumbest, cheesiest line. But this entire movie, Jane Foster is trying to be, find her superhero catchphrase. And like, I thought that was like, it was silly. It was like, okay, that works. Like, she's, she's excited to be a superhero. She's excited to be alive. She's excited to do this stuff. Like, find her catchphrase. And, and like, I just, to, to, so to complain I didn't about think something that like was, this. So that's the thing. Like, I didn't think that was bad. Like, I'm fine with that. And I think you're misinterpreting me as saying this was a bad movie. I'm no, not I'm saying not... it was a bad movie. I did not like the comedy the way you liked the comedy. We have two different opinions. That's all. But I'm like, I'm just, I'm trying to... You're, just, you're, you, you're coming off very defensive and almost angry that I don't have the same opinion as you. So I just wanted to, like, clarify, like... No, I, I enjoyed I'm, the I'm... movie. I'm angry that people say this is the worst Thor movie. I'm no, I mean, Dark World that, is the worst Thor movie. I'm, I'm angry <laughs> that people are turning around saying that this movie is a major flop and that Taika Waititi should never be allowed near Thor ever again. Taika Waititi has much better movies than Thor Ragnarok. Taika Waititi is, I believe, an award-winning, maybe Oscar-winning uh, director and writer and shit. He's a great fucking filmmaker. Don't take him away from Thor, because then we're going to get Dark World again. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I think, like I said, I just think there needs to be a balance. Like, I think what he does is actually super fun. Like, he does the fun part really well. I think he's just, he hasn't, he hasn't, like, landed the, um, the, the, the more dramatic bits that Thor should be. Like, the first, I, the first movie is not perfect, and it has plenty of issues with it. But I think it had some of the, out of all of the Marvel movies, some of the best, like, serious bits. Um, and I mean, a lot of that, like, they had fucking Anthony Hopkins, like. They had Russell Crowe. I mean, I don't like Russell Crowe. I think he's, I, I don't think he's very Man, good in things. Russell Crowe is fantastic. He was, he was very good as Zeus. I really enjoyed that whole. Russell Crowe is very good at everything he does. I've never watched a Russell Crowe movie and thought he was bad at that movie. I, uh, so, I'm going to be honest, I could not tell you a Russell Crowe movie right now. Master and Commander? Never heard of it. You've never heard of Master and Commander? No. It's got it's boats. A great, it's a great movie. Oh, I, I know what movie that is. Never saw it. Robin Hood? The Kevin Costner Robin Hood? No. Russell Crowe was in Robin Hood. <laughs> Didn't know that. There's like yeah. a thousand Robin Hoods and the only good one. All right, there are two good ones. It's Men in Tights and the Disney one. The Kevin Costner one is okay, but, like, otherwise you're not wrong, Drew. It's okay, not good. <laughs> okay, that's valid. Uh, friggin', um, he... Gladiator? I was gonna say, isn't he the main character in Gladiator? Yeah, he's Maximus Asperidius in Gladiator. Oh my goodness. Never wanted to. It's, it's apparently good really movie. good. Um, it is. is it, isn't it, what's his name? Um, who's that really, like, up his own ass director? Scorsese? Is it Scorsese? Ridley Scott. It's Ridley Scott. Uh, yeah. Like that, like not that like the movie is bad because of that, but I just know like I know it was one of those directors that's like up their own ass about like what they do and like what movies are. But yeah, yeah I just no part of me was ever in. You know what I think it is? Like I don't think Russell Crowe has ever done a movie that I have given a single shit about. 
Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I'm actually trying to find his filmography right now. I mean, he was in Les Mis. Never saw it. Man with the Iron Fists. Never heard of it. Yeah, what You've the never fuck heard of one? The Man with the Iron Fists? No. Are you fucking kidding me? No. I've heard of The that- Man with the Iron Mask. No, The Man with the Iron Fists was an action movie. I believe it was like a Wu-Tang movie. Um, or, or Wu-Tang had something to do with it. RZA directed it and wrote it. Oh, and Eli Roth. Yeah. I've never I gotten to see it. This I don't, I don't think I ever got to see it, but I heard great things about it, and it blows my mind that you've never heard of this movie. Um, I vaguely wait, remember that. A Beautiful Mind? Yep, never saw it, never wanted to. Oh, that's right, he was Jor-El in Man of Steel. What a great fucking movie that was. You're, 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 the, 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 the five <laughs> minute part. You're, you're basing his entire filmography <laughs> on a five minute part. He was. Of a bad movie. He was also Dr. Jekyll in the fucking Tom Cruise The Mummy movie. I didn't even know he was in that. Neither did I. I forgot that was a movie, to be honest with you. Uh, I didn't, because it's been an, it's been an idea of mine to put it on, uh, to do that and the original Brendan Fraser, uh, uh, and talk about him. And I wait, mean, the, uh, hold on, the original wait. Brendan Fraser ones are, well, the, the Brendan Fraser ones are great. I, I'll watch The Mummy and The Mummy Returns anytime. And, Richie, are you really shocked you didn't know a movie that had a $20 million box office? Uh, what? Which one? Oh, Man, wow, with yeah. The that... Iron Fist. Like, no, that is not, like, some mainstream known movie. Dude, I saw trailers for it nonstop when it came out. Really? I, I, saw, I saw commercials for it, trailers for it nonstop. It was super hyped. Like... Well, then it fucking bombed hard, because, like, literally... It made twenty million dollars like, off a fifteen million dollar budget, which is which means Crow, a thirty million dollar budget, really, because probably double it with advertising. If it was actually advertised that much, which means it lost money. It do, it does have quite the cast, like like Richie said, like Russell Crowe, Lucy Liu, Riza, like the, and those are just the, like the actor Dave D- Batista's in it. Like those are just the actors I know. Chung Lee is in it, like. It's got a 51 on Metacritic. Or... Hey, there, there was a sequel apparently announced. But since it made no money, of course they fucking didn't make the sequel. Oh, no. Direct to DVD. It was released in 2014. Oh, all right, Fair. Does not appear to have any of the same people in it other than RZA. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I had never heard of this before. But yeah, I, I just think it's one of those things like Russell Crowe doesn't do movies that I care for. So I've just never watched one. All right. Screw, screw Parasite. We're watching fucking Gladiator, man. No, thank you. That'll be my next choice. Let's see if it's available. Dude, it's a great movie. Isn't it like a three-hour movie? I don't think so. I don't think it's Uh, that Two and a half hours. Okay, that's still. That's one of those movies where, like, I've seen scenes from it, and like, no part of Gladiator has ever looked even remotely interesting to me. Such. You know what it is? Like, I don't think I, I don't think I like the type of movies that like Ridley Scott makes is the thing. Like, not that Ridley Scott's a bad director. I Like, he makes, he just does those, like, kind of, like, big, like, epic movies, for lack of a better term. And I just don't think they're some, like, they're not for me. Just, because Alien is very big and epic. No, but, like, it is in a way. Like, yes, it's confined. But, like, I prefer Aliens over Alien. But wasn't that also Ridley Scott? No, James Cameron. Who was also up his own ass. But, yeah, <laughs> that's beside the point. <laughs> That's why I said, like, I don't think Ridley Scott is a bad director. I'm not saying his movies are bad. I'm saying, like, his movies don't have an appeal to me. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I've, I'd, I'd just, I haven't really watched, I don't know, really know what Ridley Scott has done. Um, so he besides, did Blade Runner. 
Which we all know I didn't like that. Um, he did Black Hawk Down. Which was a really good movie. Never saw it. Um, he did Thelma and Louise. Never seen it. Um, he did the the Martian from 2015, which, which did not. The Martian di- is amazing. Didn't like it. What book was better? Oh my God! But without comparing it to the book, how was it? I I actually did not enjoy the movie all that much, and I read the oh book after I watched the movie. Oh my God! It's such a good movie. Like the the book is really good. I really enjoyed the book, and like I am generally not one of those people who's like, oh, well, like the book is better. Like, I like the Harry Potter movies just as much just as much as I like the books. Like, yes, the books did things better, but the movies also did certain things better. Um, in this case, like I didn't particularly care for the movie. Really enjoyed the book, though. Ridley Scott did the Robin Hood movie that he that 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 has Russell Crowe in it as well. Okay, so it's probably a bad movie. <laughs> I mean, seven, six and a half, seven. I like legit didn't even know that was a thing, and it was only twelve years ago. I mean, mm-hmm. Man with the Iron Fist was even more recent than that, and you didn't know that that was a thing. Yeah, but that that was a fifteen million dollar budget. Uh, Fucking Rob- Robin Hood was a two hundred and thirty-seven million dollar budget. Jesus! It made three hundred and twenty-one million in the box office, so it probably made at least a little bit of money. Man, movies are wild, and like it's crazy that like Ridley Scott's name gets him that budget, mm-hmm. and like that's mm-hmm. nuts. But like, good for him. Like, good for him for being able to do that. Like, and like I said, like I don't think his movies are bad per se. I just I don't like them. Um, whereas like Richie's opinion on Thor: Love and Thunder. It's wrong. No. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Like, that movie had a ton of really, really good stuff. Um, I, I will say, and this is, this is not make, make it a bad movie. It did not make me dislike it. I was a little bummed that, and without spoiling anything, they kind of set it up where Jane wasn't just worthy of Mjolnir. And I really liked that part of the, the comics of her being worthy of the hammer. I, I can see how, like, I, I didn't take it that way. I did, I, I can see what you're saying, and I totally get it, and and I can understand being bummed about that. But I personally didn't take it that way. Like, I, I it's because you don't want to spoil things, you don't want to throw down spoilers. Like, I I don't I don't think it was necessarily she wasn't worthy, but like I don't know, they they, they she never tried to lift it before. So she was not. We don't know that they apparently lived together for like some amount of time between um I guess. The Dark World and Ragnarok? But, but like, on screen, you never saw her try to lift it. No, no. But, and, like, don't get me wrong. Like I said, like, it is not a huge deal. But, like, the way it's portrayed in the movie is based on the standard worthiness of Mjolnir. They kind of circumvented that with her in a way. And, like, I'm okay with it. Like, it didn't, like, break it or anything. It was just one of those, like, I liked the idea of... This character who, like, didn't really have that sort of presence in the movies before, or in the comics. Like, Jane was never that kind of character in the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, being a person that was actually worthy to lift the hammer, the same way Thor, Captain America, Beta Ray Bill are all worthy of lifting the, the hammer. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, they, they at least kept, like, she was... And, like, I'll, this could be slightly, like, like, you could look at this either way. She was better with the hammer than Thor was in a lot of ways. Part of that is probably because, like, she could, like, the hammer was shattered. So, like, she was able to, like, do those, like, cool, like, break yeah. apart things with it. And and I and feel like, like, I feel like you'll see Thor being very similar with the hammer as she was. Actually, I think it'd be cool if, like, Thor couldn't do that. Like, if that was just one of those things where, like, that is just not a thing that, 
like that is not how he fights so it's never a thing that he tries to do because mm-hmm. like he's thor like he is very much the blunt instrument hitting things mm-hmm. and like while jane had that power that would never necessarily be her first instinct because without that hammer she is a you know a five foot three hundred and five pound like frail human yeah um and th- you know what they they kept a I will say they they kept a lot of like that comic book run kind of intact for this. Like there are little bits and pieces that they obviously had to change. Um, but like it, like in the comics, Thor and Jane are not any sort of romantic couple. Um, they haven't been for decades. Yeah. But like they still kept the idea that like Jane had cancer and all that stuff, and like kind of how that plays out there. Um, I think the only thing that the comics kind of did differently was Thor didn't find out that it was Jane for a very long time. Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, like, they, 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 they had a two and a half hour movie. Like, well, they had a two and a half hour movie. And because this movie was kind of like quote unquote, a romantic comedy in a lot of senses, you couldn't like, it would have actually hurt this movie to yeah. play that. Cause the audience knows who it is. Like in, in the comic, you did not know it was Jane. Um, cause much like, like she physically transforms as much as you can physically transform a person in the movie. Like, when she is Jane Foster, she has short, dark brown hair, and she's sick. When she's Thor, like, she is taller. She is the same height as Chris Hemsworth, as far as, like, the like the stature goes. Yeah. And she has longer, like, blonder hair. That's what they do in the comics. Like, she is a small, frail, like, person. Like, she actually doesn't have any hair without the hammer because she was going through chemo. And then when she gets the hammer, she gets, like, that same mask thing, but, like, grows two feet. And, like, gets long blonde hair. Like, nobody knew that was Jane Foster. Yeah. I will say, the thing I hate, I, like, I hated the most was Thor's fucking costume. The, like, the one that, like, he put on after he got back to New Asgard and, like, saw Jane's and, like, he's like, well, I can do it too. Yeah, like, it was too perfect. And it was, like, too shiny. And it, like, it didn't fit. None of it fit. And it looked too fake. And, like, yeah. the whole time, I'm just sitting, I'm like, they didn't need to do this. They did, like, I, like, he's overcompensating, he's trying to show that he's winning the breakup, whatever, blah, 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 the whole rom-com bullshit. But, like, they didn't need that. They didn't need the, the, the costume to be so bright. Um, and it's like, even when, like, he had the helmet and that expanded and got bigger, and I was just like, no, like, I don't, it doesn't look good. It, like, and that, that was some of the stuff that I meant where, like, that was, like, they were leaning into that for comedy, and, like, it just didn't, it wasn't needed and didn't work, and there were better ways they could have done a scene like that, and had it be both funny and meaningful. But, like, my problem wasn't him putting the costume on. My problem was the costume in general just didn't look good. I mean, I and agree, he, it didn't. He He wore that. For the rest of the movie, minus the helmet, he wore it for the rest of the movie. And there were some scenes that it kind of, like, did fit a little bit, did work. But for vast majority of the movie, whenever, like, the best times, it lo- the times it looked the best were in the darker fucking scenes. When they were in the dark realm, or when they were, yeah. um, um, that last scene with the kids. Like, that's when it looked fine. But when they were in brighter areas and brighter locations, when they're at, uh, fucking God City, like... It looked bad. Like, everyone else looked fine. Every, all the rest of the shit in there, this whole CG world, everything looked great, except his armor. Yeah. And, like, I wish and they kept good. him. James looked good. It did. It, like, 
I feel like, yeah, it looked good. But, like, I feel like they should have just kept him with his fur armor that he had on the Ice Planet. That was an amazing costume. They should have just kept that. But Or just given him something a little more akin to what he's had in, like, the previous, like, Avengers movies and stuff like that. Yeah. Because, like, those costumes looked both traditional Thor, but also worked. Like, yeah, the, that one, like, it, it was, like... The initial scene was played as like a joke because he was like kind of compensating. Yeah. Um. And then yeah, they just kind of ran with it as like what mm. he wore the rest of the movie. And it's like, eh. I I was I I absolutely loved what they did with Stormbreaker the entire time. Like I thought it was dumb, but I also thought it like it was very it was it it worked and it was worth it and I I enjoyed it a lot. Giving like Stormbreaker its own personality, basically. Yeah, it was just weird because, like, they kind of gave both hammers a little bit of a personality in, like, a way. But, like, yeah. they'd never done it before. So it was just, it was almost out of the blue. But, like, mm-hmm. it was, like, kind of expected at the same time, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I also find it weird that, like, Stormbreaker, <laughs> for whatever reason, has the ability to control the Bifrost, but Mjolnir doesn't. Well, that's just because the way, like, when it was created, um, the dwarf even said it has the ability to control the Bifrost. Oh, I don't like, remember that and, from Infinity no, War. No, in, in Infinity War, he says it has the ability, it, it, I think his, the way he said it, I don't know the exact line, is like, it even has the ability to control the Bifrost. Whereas the hammer imbues the powers of Thor onto whoever wields it and is worthy, Thor doesn't have the ability to control the Bifrost. It's Stormbreaker. It's Heimdall. And so. Mostly Stormbreaker, yeah. The, so Mjol- and remember, Mjolnir, at least in in the in MCU, only bestows the powers of Thor because Odin told it to. Yeah. So and that, like, that's in the comics for the most part too. Like yeah, Beta yeah. Ray Bill like lifts the hammer and gets the powers of Thor, and Thor turns back into Donald Blake. Yeah. Um. So like it, it just it it makes it it's it was it's in canon. It's written or it was written in in Infinity War that like that's how he was able to get to Earth during the fight with. The Black Order is because they create this weapon and he uses its ability to control the Bifrost. That, and you know what, that, that tracks. I, I didn't remember that from Infinity War, so I'm just like, I mean, I get, like, he's the Allfather. Like, whether he is technically the king of Asgard or not, like, he, like, yeah. when Odin dies, he becomes the Allfather. Like, he gets the, the powers of Odin, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. So, like, him controlling the Bifrost, like, not, like, that big of a deal. But I just thought it was funny that, like, he can't do it with Mjolnir. And I just, yeah. I had missed that bit in Infinity War. Um, last, two last things. Um, I don't know if you realize this, but apparently the little girl is actually his daughter. That's Hemsworth's daughter? Yeah. I did not know that. Um, and then I don't know if they're going to do it, but with the, the end credit scene, like the actual one, like at the very end, mm-hmm. um, I hope that they go in the direction that they're going in comics right now. I have no idea what that means, but um, I, I I like what they did with that very end credit scene. Like I I like what they did with that character in a whole, with all of that stuff incorporated in the end credit scene. I think you, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, because it just it, it it I'm trying not to go full um full spoiler here. It's the movie's only been out for a few days, a week, barely. But like it it kind of. It kind of proves it kind of it proves something different than 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 what like you may believe, or it proves I don't know. It's hard to explain without actually spoiling it, but it's just like I kind I, I kind of understand what you mean. I liked what they did 
with that. I really did. I enjoyed it. I thought it worked very well and showed, like, one thing, one of the few, one of the many themes that they were showing with this, is, like, it's true with what they were showing here. It's like, it was really good. It, I really liked it. Yeah, and so what I meant was if, I guess, they have two, they have a bunch of different options. Like, that could just be what it is. It could just be kind of like the end credits and, like, it's not leading to anything. But anyone that has seen the movie and, like, is reading Marvel Comics, like, there is a direction that they could also go with that character that would actually be kind of neat and, like, would make sense in the MCU based on what we know about, like, the, like, who's around in the MCU. Um, yeah. I can explain it more when we're done recording. It'll take, like, 30 it, seconds just so it makes sense to you what I'm talking about, but... No, like, it it might be something I was uh, talking about uh, before that, that like, with, with a buddy of mine or just something I, I had in my head. That scene may have implications from other characters that weren't involved in that scene that a similar thing has happened to. Possible. If you um, get what I'm... You probably know what I'm saying. Yeah, I believe so. But, yeah, like... Just like to wrap wrap up Thor, it was good. Like it was fun. I had a I I was not bored throughout the whole thing. I have my complaints, but it was still it's better than Thor: The Dark World. I'd say it is still it's better than the first Thor too. But I liked mm-hmm. Ragnarok better in a lot of in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, though, like it was nice to see like certain characters. Like it was nice to see like Jane again and um uh, uh Selvig and Darcy, even if it was only like brief scenes. Yeah. I was, and I, we didn't even talk about, uh, Gore. I thought Gore was the best villain in any, honestly, probably in any Marvel, in any MCU. Like, he had, he had his motivations, his push, his drive, um, and like his story in general was, in my opinion, probably the best, if not just one of the better villains that the MCU has incorporated. Yeah, you know what? Like, like, they, I, actually did a really good job with him and it was very much a character where it's like the character wasn't out there to do it for themselves they weren't looking to get something it was very much like a vengeance thing mm-hmm. that was corrupted by the power that they got yeah and i i will say also like the ending wasn't what i had expected i was thinking they were going to do something else with that but i'm glad they went this route and not the route i was expecting yeah and the route that they went actually does work um because like i said there's two different ways they can go with it they can kind of leave it as is and let like that be the end and let like the story just go in its natural progression or there are other stories they can bring in from the comics that actually like fit this really well Mm -hmm. so like and it did say at the end of the movie thor will return so yeah (laughs) i don't know whether that means a, a fifth thor movie or if we'll just get like some other um uh like team movie down the line it's He's going to be in the Christmas special. You know that. He's going to teach us about Viking Christmas. I mean, you would hope so, but who knows? We don't we don't know where that takes yeah. place at like with this basically. Yeah. Cuz like we know Guardians 3 is will have uh Zoe Saldana in it. Mm-hmm. And since she was not with them in like the, the minor spoiler, like she wasn't with them in Thor because they're not going to have that plot point wrapped up in the Thor movie. Yeah. Um we know that there's at least some sort of like time gap between like them and Thor parting ways and like mm. that and like the third movie. Yeah. Um but yeah, it, it was enjoyable otherwise. Um mm-hmm. Now, Rich, you, you said there was something else you wanted to ask us about? Um it was just more of like a silly thing that me and my friends were talking about cuz I was uh, I was 
complaining about my job in one of the other streamers' discords and how, like, shitty they treat the employees and whatnot, and somebody asks, like, are you looking, are you searching, uh, because if things are going bad, you might want an, uh, an exit strategy and whatnot, and I said, yeah, and they commented, let me actually pull up exactly what they commented back, because, um, I just, it, it made me laugh, and then it made me think, um, she said, uh, um, uh, well, we're all here if you need a sounding board of professional references because we all are collaborators and coworkers for an independent businessman in the media field. And it got me thinking, Twitch on my resume. And then we, we discussed it a bit and like it kind of make, it kind of could work because we're independent contractors for Twitch. We run our own channel. We do promotions. We do, um, uh, advertising. We do, uh, collaboration scheduling, whatnot, and things like that. We do, uh, uh, um, uh, what's, uh, um, I can't remember what, what, uh, what, what, what other things, like, people said, or I can't, there was a word in my head that I can't remember what it was, but, like, it's just, it's like, do you think it would be silly if I threw Twitch on my, my resume while looking for jobs? I would say you probably cannot put Twitch on there. No, no, it, I've, I've looked on, like, I mean, Technically, I, I mean, can, but technically you can put whatever the fuck you want. But if they were to like actually look into it and you know contact someone I, at Twitch and they went, "Nah, that person never worked here." That looks bad on you. But like that's the thing. Like it would be, I I would have to put, I'm self-employed content creator through Twitch.com. Like, so that's, I, I, I think that works. Like if, yeah. yeah, like putting like digital media content creator and then like the bullet point underneath of that is you yeah. know I, like weekly like like or multi like i don't know how you would word it but like you know regularly scheduled streams on twitch yacht like pod yeah. like like weekly podcasts like that sort of thing like i have my resume has has one quest on there uh, my yeah, resume my... has had one one quest on there yeah in the skills but at this point technically twitch is a job because I get paid for. I've listed one quest as a quote unquote jo- like as a as a job on all my stuff. It's on my LinkedIn and all too. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I I had one quest. I have one quest listed, and I actually used to have um like a Katsukon listed also. Mm-hmm. Uh, like so, like I don't think that's a bad thing to put on there. Um, because so while well, you're making money off of it, you're not making taxable income yet theoretically like i I think you get taxed for the payout but like you don't have to claim it on your taxes i mean it's i'm taxed as self-employed by them so it's like 15 percent it Um, should be it should be taxed properly but for what i'm reading like i'm technically taxed as self-employed so i'm paying like a business tax as well as an employee tax but i i think because you're technically like an independent contractor like you should be taking some of that money and putting it aside for income taxes but you're not making the like three thousand a year or what have you so i don't think that counts but having it listed somewhere on your resume i don't think is a bad thing especially because of like what you want to do like having that like you have skills in digital content like that's not a bad thing like because even if even if the job you you're applying for doesn't necessarily need that if you work yeah. if like you get a job at some place that maybe like has like a social mat social media team or like a marketing team or something that like you would rather like work over there than maybe like whatever like bullshit it is you do now. Like yeah. you could use that as a well like I manage social media for myself for this digital content that I do and 
Like, you know, yeah. like, like it, it, it does add something to your resume. It adds, like, flavor to it. Yeah, like, 100% yeah. you should list content creation stuff on your resume. It's just, like, don't make it look like you worked for Twitch, you know? No, like, no, no. It's I've already, I've already done research in it, and everyone's like, make sure you put self-employed or contractor through Twitch, self-employed through Twitch, something like that. Because, I, I'd, yeah, like, not, it, I, I would be like, you know, content creator, self-employed, and then as bullet points underneath for, like, your tasks or whatever, you know? Like, that well, would was, be where, um, like, sli- weekly live streams, all, YouTube, or, you know, and, and weekly somebody, posts. Um, somebody said, it, like, put it, like, self-employed content creator, and then put your Twitch link underneath it. So your whole twitch.tv slash b underscore walnuts. Yeah, this one doesn't sound like it's something directly off of... It's not that you you work for Twitch. Or for Twitch. Yeah. Yeah. Because some companies, the people reading that stuff, are not going to understand what you mean by it. Like, they're not going to understand what streaming on Twitch is. They might see Twitch as like a job location and assume that means that you worked there. Right. Yeah. And yeah, because yeah, I'm, like a lot, of, a lot of people that are in HR and hiring are still, are, they still skew older and they don't understand the internet. <laughs> people, people don't. Miss. And you people just, you just don't want to be caught in that weird situation where like yeah. somebody's reading your, your thing. It's like, Oh, I see you worked for Twitch for a while. <laughs> and it's like, no, 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 I stream on Twitch, buddy. Oh, I, so I, you're I, a liar. Okay, we won't ever call you back. No, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Look, but I've, I've it, been it told. Flavor. We, there was, we had a question on Brose, and it was uh, because this was an interview question somebody was recently asked, which are, give me 10, 10 uses for a pencil that aren't writing. Uh, that was the question. That's how it was worked. And at one point, somebody was like, well, for doing etching, for like the, 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 like the shading etching. And somebody's like, but that's writing. Isn't like, well, no, technically that's drawing. That's art. That's not technically writing. And they turned around and was like, well, then you know what? Because you technically went and broke the rules, I technically wouldn't hire you. And I'm like, no, but that's thinking out of the box, which is what you're looking for in this question, because I'm also attention to detail. And the detail of the question is writing. I'm not sitting here writing. I'm drawing. I'm doing art. And there's a difference there. And I'm like, well, that's just no. You're you're breaking the rules. I'm like, that's not breaking the rules. That's if you didn't want writing, if you didn't want art, if you didn't want drawing on there, then you should say you should have said drawing. No, you said writing. Ten different uses of a pencil that aren't writing. So yeah. Apparently, apparently I think too. I I overthink too much. Or 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 I I I uh. People wouldn't hire me because I, I br- quote, break the rules. It was, it was a silly bit, but anyway. Yeah, but I, to like your question, like 100%, like you should like fit that into your resume in a way that makes it like just like amplify what skills you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm, I've been thinking about how to add it on there. It, it's just, it sucks because the whole rest of my resume is all corporate legal fucking bullshit. And now it's like, all right, adding a self self employed Twitch streamer, which is just how do I how do I fit that into my resume? My resume is already a page and a half, which people want it to be a page. So yeah, yeah, but de- definitely do it because it it's not going to hurt anything by just simply saying that like, hey, like I work forty hours a week and then also work on my own content. Mm-hmm. I also work. I also work an additional twenty ish hours a week doing this stuff and and that stuff and whatnot. Yeah, like definitely, definitely do it. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, that's that's all. It, it was it was just a silly conversation. I was like, "Ooh, this could be a, a, an interesting conversation we could have on here." Uh, see what you guys think. But like, yeah, I've had I've had one quest. I think I also might have Brose on there. I might not. Might have taken one quest off for a while. I also at one point had two resumes. I would, I, and it would be depending on where I'd send it to. Like, if I was looking for more of a legal job, I would send the one that didn't emphasize one quest in Brose, but I was, if I was going for something more media-based and related, I, I had one that, like, but it was always in skills. It was never actually in the job portion or, or references portion and whatnot. Yeah. I mean, like, that, I understand that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I think that's probably going to be a show. Yeah. Well, next week, we have our book club where we are watching the 2019 movie Parasite, if I remember correctly for the date. That's Definitely Parasite. Right. Yeah. Um, and then other than that, if you would like to find more of our content, you can head over to www.one-quest.com. Uh, you can also find us on... I'm sorry. That's just... That's wrong. So you've, you can find our content at www.one-quest.com. You can also help us by supporting us at patreon.com slash onequest. But if you cannot support us there with your dollars, you can always support us by going to your favorite podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, all the places. Rate us, review us, subscribe to us. All of those things help a whole bunch. You can also find us on social media, facebook.com slash onequestonline or at one underscore quest on Instagram and Twitter. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash onequestvideo. And you can always send us an email to social at one-quest.com. And then, Rich, what's your uh, streaming schedule look like, and, and where can people see it? Uh, so, I'm um, back to Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sundays. However, next week on the uh, Friday, the 22nd, uh, I am doing a um, special uh, We Reach 200 follower stream where we're going to do some... Some Mario Kart, maybe some Among Us with people. If you want to join us, if you maybe open lobbies with the with the uh, uh, Among Us. I haven't fully figured it 100 percent out, but we're going to be doing some of that uh, next Friday to celebrate me having reached 200 followers. And then, like two weeks later, is my birthday celebration. A lot of stuff goes on in the summer, man. Well, uh, congratulations but on 200. Thank uh, you. Question for you. Uh huh. Why do you? Why do you say Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday, and not Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday? Because um, the fist, the 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 the, it's just the way I plan my my weeks. Um, <laughs> I don't know fully, but it's um, when it comes to uh, the promotions I run, like when I'm doing uh, uh, for the what's it called, the guessing the theme of the Funko Pops. It is the new pop comes out on Monday. And then Tuesday, and then Thursday, and then you have Sunday to guess all of them. And it just like it didn't. I I was always a Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, but then like the last day always changed, and so it kind of just became Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. Um, okay, plus that's the, there also, are some. Also, Sunday is the last day of the week. Monday is the some, first day of the week. Get the fuck there, out of here with Saturday being the last day of the week. No, every, no, every calendar starts on fucking Sunday. Uh, no, no, no. Not every calendar. Only every in American fucking America. <laughs> Finan- financial calendars and where do you live, Monday. you son of a bitches? Fin- the financial world. Calendars, I live in the financial- world. You live in America, and you better be proud of it. So, some financial calendars <laughs> actually start on Monday. My job's uh, work week scheduling is uh, Monday through Sunday, whereas my previous job's work week schedule was Sunday through Saturday. So if you worked extra on a Sunday, that would go into the next week's overtime. 
Um, so it's like, it's different for a lot of places, but for me, it's just, I, I've always started my week on Monday. It's now, the weekend, not the week. Be- it's the weekend, not the week again. Yeah, exactly. Sunday is part of the weekend. No, but Sunday's the day you dread because it's the last day before you have to go back to work. Because right, it's the because last it's the day, day of the week. week. Exactly. Nah, yeah. That's the first day of the week. No. No. Then you're dreading su- Saturday because Sunday is the first day of the week and it's like, oh great. No, I'm not, I'm not dreading the first or last day of the week. I'm dreading Monday. I got a yeah, case of the Mondays. Because the new week starts, starts on, on Monday. Monday. Nah. Nah. First day of the week, Sunday. That's how the calendar no. tells me. Why, why don't you guys go back to your metric system? Fine. Let's no, I mean, honestly, it. that, that is actually the right move. I wish we used the metric system, but. Yeah, no, if, if, we you, don't. if you go to fucking Canada, they use metric. If you go to Mexico, they use metric. It's just us. So if you're driving your car, and you're driving your car in Canada, it says KMPH. It does, and then we, we would be confused, because who the fuck knows what that means? So, some, some cars actually have both miles and. Almost all cars. Yeah, mo- most do. cars do. Yeah. But it's but. funny because then, like, you'll watch Top Gear and some shit was a UK-based show, and uh, they go off of miles. This has X amount of miles to the gallon, or this is X amount of miles horsepower. I don't know. They usually say miles instead of kilometers. Kilom- or like, if you watch the Great British Baking Show, and they're all like sweating and scared that their chocolate's going to melt because it's thirty-two degrees out. I had uh, I had somebody on a Discord complain that it was plus thirty. And I'm like, that doesn't sound that bad. <laughs> it's like, I think that's what, like 82 he's, degrees or something like that. Something like he's he's Canadian, so it's he's it's still 82 is not that bad. Not like today where it's fucking 900 degrees. Yeah, it was warm today. Um, but I think that'll be a, a show. So uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll be back next week with something else to talk about. Bye. Bye. See you.